0: Of the best sort of compliment that we've received was from one of the players: was that she's not alone now. You know, before she was in, as you can imagine, she was a black female in a in a sport, in women's football, where we already there's so many stereotypes. It's difficult as it is.
1: Excellent. Hello, welcome to another edition of Shoot the Defense. I'm your host stelle and joining me, very special guest. Founder of Nujum Sports, Ebs Raman. Ebs, welcome to the show, man. How you doing? Thanks, Dolman. You're all good, man. Thanks. Thanks. Everything busy, all right introduction. all
0: good, man. All good. Can't be can't complain. Busy, I'll take it, yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, we're all busy, but um, you, you, these I guess this is part of the podcast and other things you do is part of your diary anyway. So it's it's what makes a day tick. What what is your diary like this week anyway, man? What's it like? This week, uh, so like today, for example, I got a call with Wigan in the afternoon and a call with PCB cricket board, um, planning some stuff with them. So that's like a a typical day because we don't do just football, we do all sports. So about cricket and football and then a podcast in the morning and in between you got, well not in between, the morning and afternoon you got school runs. Uh, Uh, Mate,
1: uh, I (laughs) can relate to that one. I can yeah, relate yeah. to that one. So you want to get everything done within that small window. You've got like five hours, six hours to do something. Yeah, yeah. Then next thing you know, you're in, in the motor, yeah. Well, look, um, let's talk about New sports for a start because it's it's been a massive year for you. Massive year, hasn't it? I mean, you've you've been with the Athletic, done stuff with them. You've done stuff with the Independent, with the Guardian. You've supported, what, well over 100 male and female athletes. You know, and we talk about individuals here. You know, you've been like a tailored... Support system for them, but what is Nudrum Sport? Who are Nudjem Sports? I, I've been to the event. I know what you guys. But for the benefit of those watching who perhaps don't know, what is it? Yeah. What, what is New Sport? You know, like uh, like with all good pigs,
0: right? They they start off with a um, just a figment of your imagination. Like any any person whether like it's Google, Amazon, Facebook. All they say to you that it, they had an idea and uh, they just run with it. And for me, which I my back when I used to work for the FA. Um, so I, I was in touch with a lot of Muslim footballers just because I was quite open with my faith. Um I was actually I started actually um Friday prayers in Wembley Stadium. So when I went in, when I first went in, the first day, they've got a little prayer room on, on the third floor and um the nearest mosque was like a good 30 minutes walk away. And um I thought I can't do that every Friday. That's 30 minutes there, 30 minutes back, that's an hour ask my lunch break gone. That's without the actual prayer time, which is another 20 minutes. So I thought, let's start it. Um and uh, yeah, and uh, we started Juma, and um, we had like the cleaners, the security guards, all come in. And usually, when players would come into Wembley Stadium, usually for a, a, a smack on the hand for you know odd charges and stuff, so just build a relationship. So one of the players uh, reached out to me in lockdown as we started lockdown, saying, "Ebs, can you put me in touch with a uh, with an Islamic scholar, which who's, who's quite well known." Um, and I did. And after i done that, I thought, oh, hold on a second, he can't be the only one that needs support. And I knew a few footballers, a few boxers, a few cricketers. And we'd done our first event. And um, just something just went off in my head. Uh, and, and that's when it came about. I think for uh, people who are listening in, um, I think our sort of main thing is, in, in, a, in a nutshell, what we do is we support Muslim athletes, male and female, with their faith and their sport. Um, and it can be, and like you said, tailor made. It could be any support. It could be um, they need classes. They need classes for their for their faith. Um, they might need just general advice. Need to speak to someone. Um, the events that we do, the athlete only events, which we went to, are one year event. Um, we do we try and do one every quarter. Uh, we've done five so far, including two online because of lockdown and three in person. Uh, and some one of our main pieces of work, which which you may have heard of, is our Muslim athletes Charter, which we launched in June. Um, and, and that is, is the support that athletes need to know that they can go into a place of work, whether it's a football club, whether it's a cricket club, whether it's um, a rugby league club. And they don't have to worry about halal food. They don't have to worry about prayer space, you know, because these are the little things. And like, you know, we were, to- we were talking off camera. Um, you know, you, you grew up with Muslims from North London, um, and field is a heavily Muslim populated area. You know, when you, when we go into work, the first thing that as Muslims we think about is, um, where can I pray? You know, or is there a halal food around here? You know, uh, and we forget that although these are athletes, sometimes they need these things as well. You know, um, so they don't have to go into a place of work with this charter and think about, oh, am I going to pray in the showers today? Am I going to pray in the changing rooms? Uh, Am I going to go into the canteen and do I have to have the veg option? You know, so these are the little things that will help the athlete uh, flourish and fulfill their potential. And it only benefits the club,
1: you know. I remember growing up and uh, my mum was uh, a support teacher at my junior school. And um, uh, there was was a, a day where you had to bring in your own food from your own culture and uh, in, in Cyprus or in Greece and different countries, I think Cyprus, in Turkey they're calling dolma. Um, but we got this, they're, they're vine leaves and we put mints in. And yeah, 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 I've had them. I've had them. Yeah, yeah. It's really nice. There you really go. Nice. But my mum made it with beef mints. And I was like, oh, right, what, why are you making it with beef? She goes, because some children in your class don't eat pork. And that's when I was like, what's, what's this about? She goes, yeah. They they they're Muslim, they, they is you know Islamic. They and that's when I started learning about it. I must have been about seven, eight years old. And then obviously talking to other people as I'm growing up, finding out more about the religion, about the beliefs and all that, going to the United Arab Emirates and even in Cyprus, where my family's from. There's people from Egypt out there, Nigeria, yeah, yeah. the team I support in Cyprus. We've got a um, a Nigerian player, Shehu, who's who's a devout Muslim. So I I've learned about the, the religion over the years. But when you go outside the London, right, because London is multicultural, there's yeah. still that, okay, perhaps in, in places like Manchester and Birmingham and, and perhaps Yorkshire, where there's still a big Muslim community, but if you've got to say Bristol, for example, I'm just using that yeah. as, as an example, the, the educational side isn't there. So when you see what, what's happening in the media over the past decade or, tw- or two decades, should I say, especially when 9-11 happened, you know, then you get the the uh, profiling, you know, and the incorrect information. So I guess you guys are more like an educational system as well for many football clubs and many um sporting organisations. Is, is that fair to say?
0: Yeah, I think also like on the educational side of things that like we've done in Ramadan, which just was in April um, this year, we've done scores of workshops for, for club support staff on Ramadan and what Ramadan is and how it will affect uh, the players' bodies and stuff and how, how they can support them. Uh, and next month is Islamophobia Awareness Month. And we've already penciled in like good 10 workshops with clubs uh, and uh, football associations and cricket clubs uh, for their support staff on how we can support them and what, what is Islamophobia Awareness? You know, what is Islamophobia? Um, like you said, um, yeah, so education is key as well, we, we believe. And it, it's not just for, it helps us as well, you know, it helps us speaking about this and um helps the athletes um,
1: so is, is it going to be like an online course as well for these people to do as like a follow-up because obviously you do the workshops you know and yeah. i'm sure you've seen this i remember going to, to university you'd have a seminar and like you know whatever you know i'll just do everything afterwards you know, you're just there for the to, to make yeah. up the numbers so to speak yeah to get the credits yeah. but um yeah are, are there going to be online workshops as well as the the, the one-to-ones or the the event ones
0: yeah, I mean, are you talking in generally for um, for athletes or... or, or well, sports
1: I, sports I, either, either way, really, because uh, yeah. you know, as you said, it's an educational system as well. So when you go to to do these, I mean, I came to the event with you guys. I kind of knew what to expect because I, as I said, I've got that background. I know the, the religion, yeah. I know how, the, how things are done. And
0: I, and I told I told uh, Mustafa as well, just obviously, just he told me he was going to bring you and I said, I said to him, like, you know, just... I'm just, just making it aware, which is going to be pretty oh, Islamic mate, stuff. I, I you,
1: it, it, it didn't. Say, you know what? It, the, the first ever cultural shock I had was was when I went to Dubai the first time, and I was in the mall, and you could hear the prayers through the tannoy. Yeah, yeah That's yeah. the first time I was like, "What is going on?" But then I realised I'm not in England. You're not going to see that at Wood Green. <laughs>
0: you, know? you, you 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 hear that in uh, East London uh, in the summertime all right prayer
1: call to prayer is a loud, so. hey, listen in a day, uh, it's got to be done you know so what yeah. <laughs> but yeah so um it, it didn't it didn't come as a shock to me so when it comes to people that don't perhaps understand the religion and the demands and what is ex- what is expected as, as part of the religion because obviously you know you've got your prayers you, there's certain uh, certain uh, things you can't eat etc you said halal food and all that um, is there going to be like an online tool for people to perhaps go, log into and say further down the line, right? If I need to find out more, this is where I can go.
0: I mean, uh, resources are available for clubs. So we're in touch with majority of the clubs in the UK. Um, I know this is a sort of a football sort of podcast as well. So, like in terms of football wise, we're in touch with the majority of the clubs. So resources are available for them. I mean, we're supporting a lot of clubs with building prayer rooms in their training ground. Um, and in terms of educational tools for individuals uh, who are athlete professional, that's always available for them. And it's something we're working on in the future as well to have something like that, like e-learning and uh, these sort of resources available for individuals or clubs who request it.
1: Are you planning to go into schools as well? Because I know Kick It Out do certain things, but I don't think they go directly into schools, do they?
0: I'm not too sure. Um, We have a uh, community relations uh, manager, um, and that will probably be in his remit in terms of community-related projects. Mm. And schools might be one of those. Obviously, we don't know yet. Um, See,
1: I'm giving you ideas now. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, there's there's uh, there's, like over 250 Muslim footballers in the UK, if I'm not mistaken, and that's not even going into junior level of of football. Um, And I said before, there's been. A lot of bad press, like you know, false information, all that kind of stuff. And I think, as we move with the times, we're obviously becoming more aware of different cultures, different religions, different backgrounds. And it's vital that there are people such as yourselves providing that education, because again, even to this day, I could be going to a different city, and I've seen it before. I went to Peterborough a while back, and there's a a Sikh, yeah, the turban on. And someone thought he was Muslim, and it's like you, you just don't get it, do you? You just don't get it. So again, it goes back to education.
0: Yeah, 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 hundred percent. I agree. And um, for us, like you know, um, I was—I was at an event on Sunday, and um, we don't celebrate the small victory sometimes. I mean, we should celebrate the fact that mm-hmm. you know something happens in in with a uh, with a Muslim player, you know, whether it's. Um, or a Muslim, Muslim club for example we do, we do something good you know like the charter or uh, if there was a podcast we should celebrate these sort of things and this will only highlight the good practice um, and the more we do it you'll realise it will just become sort of natural to us
1: So talk to me about this charter then is it is it a 10 point 10 point system 10 point plan
0: Yeah so the charter has 10 points within it which um, after consultation with players and um, Islamic scholars and clubs um i think it's very holistic and it covers everything and it's very realistic for clubs to sort of support the muslim players in essence you know um and, and it will just give clubs tools to i guess just work on um like i said when you when you come in like you, you don't want to be coming in and thinking like i want to when i go into the first thing i do when i go into a new place well, i i don't obviously work for uh, anyone anyway, at the moment i work for my fitness Shorts, but like when i when i and I used to work for organizations like the FA or before that I was a probation officer, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you go into a place of you're, work, you're looking, you're thinking, okay, where can I pray today? Um, you know, Cause there's in a dedicated room. Mm. And um, for those listening, um, you need to pray five times a day. Obviously those five prayers aren't in those working hours, usually winter time. However, in the winter time, you'd probably get three prayers in those nine to five slots so you've got to do at least, you're looking at from October, end of October when the clocks go, go back or go forward, right, sorry uh, end of October to March, the six months you need to do at least three players, prayers during nine to five, so you, you need somewhere to pray, you need um, you know, when you're on lunch break, for example I've been to places where I've had to have a salad for lunch because mm. literally it, there, there wasn't even a, a fish option wow, no, um, wow So, like, so this is important. And then, to be fair, like, clubs are really good at looking after their players. Um, And I can only speak positively about the clubs and the support they put in place for their players. Um, And and to be fair, a lot of the 10 points in the charter, clubs already have that in place. Um, And it was just giving them that guidance to know that they're doing things correctly and it's there. And, and they're on the right path, and sometimes mm. that's what we need. Like, for example, if I was to go maybe Cyprus, um, um, and, and we've got a uh, we've got a really Christian-based or, or an atheist-based or whatever religion it is, players, I wouldn't personally know the best thing mm. that we need to put in place for players of other faiths. You know, and if that guidance came from someone like yourself or um, another religious body, that would it would just help me. Yeah. The players that I've got, it would just help me, and I would appreciate that. You know?
1: Oh, I'll see what I can do, man. I can have a word. I'm, <laughs> go, I'm going out the end of the month anyway, so I'm hoping to oh, meet up with, a, a, nice. yeah, I'm hoping to meet up with a couple of them anyway. So yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll be quite interesting. But um, yeah, it's for me when I came to the event in Canary Wolf, um, as I said, it didn't, it didn't come as a surprise to me. But what I what I really am in awe of when it comes to uh, Islam is the togetherness. I come from a Greek Orthodox background, and without saying too much you do have a lot of hypocrisy with uh, my background, especially churchgoers, I'm not gonna go into that. But, um, and I'm sure there's hypocrisy in many religions. I'm not saying everyone is perfect, but at the same time, there is a sense of togetherness. There is a sense of unity, whether it be because of the religion, because of uh, things that you've had to go through in in your lifetime, be it oppression, be it um, inequality. How do, you, how do you see the, um, the movement going in the next five to ten years in terms of what you guys are doing, in terms of the awareness, in terms of how the Premier League and other clubs throughout the UK are dealing with this and helping you guys out? Also, is it just England that you're focusing on? Um, is Are Scottish teams involved? Welsh? Irish? Um,
0: Funny you should say that. Um, we've actually got a big announcement coming, hopefully, this, maybe this week, maybe next week. Um, Ooh, with exclusive. someone, exclusive. someone with someone with Wales, someone in Wales, ah. uh, pretty big. Well, uh, we we're, were in touch with a few clubs in Scotland. Um, in terms of like clubs abroad, we've been supporting there's a few clubs abroad not far from Cyprus, Turkey. Uh, okay. okay, so um, I'm actually there this week uh, going into the week. Um, mm the thing is like know the brotherhood like that's, that's, like i could be walking down the street right, and i could see someone who i i could tell is muslim or might have a beard or they might see me as a beard and walk past and the first thing they'll they'll say assalamualaikum uh, they they might not even know me right yeah. and and that that that's that that's it's it's very hard to describe the bond the special bond we have like and um and you don't see anywhere else, right? When you see someone like Mo Salah or Sadio Mane or Fogba or Mahrez and they do well. And um, the Muslim fans go crazy over them. And when Salah scores a goal and um, he goes down and he does the sujood, then they made the FIFA celebration. Demba Ba was the one who
1: made it famous. Yeah, that's right. That's they, right. they
0: made a celebration on FIFA called Eat the Grass. It's actually not That's, eating yeah. the grass. It, yeah. It's called it's it's, it's called sujud. So it just what what that is is called sajda shakuri. Just being giving thank thankful uh, thankfulness to God uh, mm-hmm. for allowing him to score the goal. And just showing thankfulness. That's yeah. literally all it is.
1: Why do um, you think they it eat the grass though? Do you think they did it to uh, I, I, for me? It's like maybe because I, people... I just
0: think, yeah. I think maybe just because they you know, he's on the floor. It seems like he's eating something, and um, and again it comes down to education. You know. It, it, literally it could have been just picking up the phone to someone they know and the resources this is from 2012 2011 I'm right. talking about 10 years ago <clears throat> times have moved on now there's so many resources available um, and a lot of the Muslim players do that, they would do that so you um, so I mean if they, if it was now I mean we'd give them the advice for free you know <laughs> what it's so. well,
1: well I think it just shows how times have progressed in the sense that they feel comfortable to do that celebration where, wherever they are
0: uh, yeah, I'm sure yeah, yeah. that
1: there's still Islamophobia everywhere, everywhere you go, especially within the UK and certain stadiums. Um, but again, this I, think, is a... I think I think I think I think
0: things things are changing slowly. Oh, yeah. um, and um, I've been to games, and to be fair, I've never experienced racism in, at a game. And um, that's it's a very weird thing to say. I, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. It, of course, it exists. Racism still exists. We see it every. Probably, you know, most tweets we see on our TV screens, mm. we see on, uh, we might see on stadiums, but I've personally never experienced racism or Islamophobia at, at stadiums. Um, and that's how it should be, you know. Uh, that's how it should be. Unfortunately, it's not. And I'm fully aware of that. Um, but things will change, you know, to be in a position where we've got clubs like Wolves, Watford, Brentford in the Premier League that have signed the charter. Um, we've got the uh, rugby league clubs, rugby union clubs to be in a position to be able to do that and make a change is a start. Um, so let's see where we go.
1: So you've got rugby, football. What else have you got? Cricket? You mentioned
0: ECB. Yeah. ECB, yeah, cricket. We're working quite closely with the ECB uh, and we're in touch with athletics and Birmingham 2020 and a few other sports as well, just the top of my head.
1: Um, Brilliant. And have you got like a five-year plan or is it just one of those take each day as it comes? No, no, we have a
0: plan. We have a plan. Um, our, our director of comms, um, marketing team, our legal team, we have a plan and uh, we know where we want to go to um, each year is, um, is different. Uh, let's see what happens. This this year, this has been a learning curve. It's been a huge, huge year for us. Um, we're still very small. We've got a lot to learn and um, we can always do things better as well.
1: Mm. a couple quick ones before we wrap it up mate Um, in terms of the players who've been involved in some capacity in what you do can you reel off some names I would I would rather not I mean in terms Mm -hmm. of
0: like um, support we provide we provide support to players from the Premier League down to National League Um, just to give you a sort of board spectrum of players you know um, you met some of them when you're at the event. Um, mm-hmm. So you can you can reel him off as well. Um, yeah. So th- well, there, there's yeah. one
1: that plays for Aston Villa that didn't show up but I know that he's he's quite um, involved. I wouldn't say involved but he, you, you know him. No,
0: he's someone, he's someone who's been supporting. There's a few who didn't show up because oh. of uh, games. There was, there was three games on that day um, on the event day which is Sunday um, or just generally because they live too far away and yeah. you know London's um, so a bit far away from them. But I mean, we've got players from, like you said, Aston Villa and other, other places we've been supporting. And, and, the, and we just, for us, we, it's not, we're not here for, we're not for profit organisation. Mm-hmm. We're not, we're not here to, you know, make profit of anyone. Yeah. We're here to support. Um, and we know when you're coming over from a different country, especially to a foreign country, when you don't have family, it can be a lonely time. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone who's gone through a lot of mental health struggles um, a couple of years ago it was quite bad you know um, I know how it can be yeah. um, and obviously everyone's struggles are different I'm not saying it's it's the same struggles but if we can be there for them and people think that just because they make money um, they don't deserve any support or they don't deserve anything or money buys happiness I think Jesse Lingard said it, said it nice right money don't I think when he was going through his struggles he said something like "You know, money don't buy me a good health money mm-hmm. don't buy me you know happiness yeah you know people think because you have money it makes you happy it doesn't
1: well this is it absolutely absolutely and um you know you you said that you did want to um, reel off their list of names and i think that goes back to the religious side as well because it's all about being humble isn't it and not bragging about things and something you mentioned earlier saying you know we don't celebrate the small victories i think again that's still part of part of the religious side would you say is that is that fair
0: uh, yeah, I think like for us, we we want to be there for every single person, mm-hmm. every single athlete, male or female, Muslim athlete, big, small, starting off their journey in, in football, cricket, whatever sport they are. We don't want them to think that there's a disparity in our level of support as well. Um, and every and what we don't make any promises. The only one promise that we make is that if you text us, if you email us, if you call us, we will get back to you. Mm-hmm. 100%, one of us will get back to you, no matter what time of day it is. That's like one,
1: one promise that we can make. Fantastic. And uh, the final main question I have for you um, females in football. Obviously, we've seen the evolution of women's uh, sports, especially women's football. Um, and I, I was speaking to a friend, a Turkish girl, the other day, and she was telling me, oh, because I was obviously told about this event I went to. She's like, oh, I see focus of uh, ladies in a hijab playing sports that's like almost unheard of these days. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I, like I said, going to, to the Middle East, I've seen female TV presenters out there. And it goes back to what we said before about the uh, the false narrative about how women are all so oppressed in these countries, even oppression still does exist, but not to the extent that it's made out to be. There are female TV presenters out there. So what are you guys doing to assist um? uh females female muslims in the game or in any sports really
0: in in the game uh i think in the in the uh w, wso um to my knowledge there's there were there were only three uh, there's there's two now because one of has left the country she's gone to another country to play um so one of them was at the event um Hauer, uh, and the other one's Kenza Everton. Um in terms of support obviously we're we like one of the best sort of compliment that we've received was from one of the players was that she's not alone now you know before she was in as you can imagine she was a black female in a in a sport in women's football where we already there's so many stereotypes it's difficult as it is while training uh, obviously during the game she can't wear it while training and everywhere else and but she knows that she's not alone now and um where she's from in, in Europe it's it, she said it's impossible to do what you're doing It's it's impossible to do what you're doing um so knowing that i can come to this country and i can you know i can ask for food i can ask for prayer space i know that you're there whenever i need any support that's that's enough for me um and that's all we can ask for and um powers that be in the in footballing arena now um it's up to them to hopefully um get more um representation in the game i guess
1: you said that she can't wear the hijab while she's playing, which is understandable. But from a religious aspect, is that like a, a, other than like a special dispensation where she she doesn't have to wear it in in a sport, but she has to wear it outside of sport? Again, this that's is educational
0: No, no, that's a that's a personal choice for her. I mean, she right. can she can she can make that choice. And um, we get we get all sorts of questions that we forward onto our group of scholars, um, and we can get a special dispensation for. I guess athletes if need be are uh, not just not on this specific thing, but different things, you know, sometimes, you know, as you know, that we're not allowed to take interest. Um, so like buying a car, for example, and finance, this sort of stuff. So we've got scholars on hand who can support with that as well. Um, a little thing, buying a house, so many things we support mm-hmm. with. And they have questions that they can't just go to anybody, you know? Right. Right. Absolutely.
1: Well, look, I, I, I said, that was my last question. One's just come up in my mind. Um, Obviously, gambling is a huge no-no in the religion. It's haram. Is that the right term? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go, see? But um, obviously, there are going to be some people who fall by the wayside and, you know, temptation, etc. Do you guys offer support for people that are trying to reform and rehabilitate after doing something like that?
0: For, for us, we're not, we're not in the business of judging anyone what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, whoever comes to us whatever support they need we provide them with support um, we are in touch with a, with a gambling charity that pro- that we were trying to do some stuff with them so we, we do have some support mechanisms in place for anyone who needs support um, regardless of you know what they need support with we, we're not we're not in the business of you know, judging we're in the business of supporting
1: well, Ebs, thank you so much for your time, man. really oh, appreciate it. Right. And uh, I really hope that Nujan goes from strength to strength, inshallah, see so I'm learning. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, hopefully we could do this again next time and um, we can have a, a, a greater discussion about how big the organisation has become. How about that? Hopefully,
0: yeah. Hopefully, yeah. inshallah. Let's see. Excellent. Uh, but it was, good, it was good talking to you as well. So. Likewise, mate. Well, before I let you go, is
1: anything you'd like to mention, Some, uh, website, anything like that? To get no, touch. just
0: uh, give give our give our social media a follow at Vision Sports Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. That's all our uh, social media
1: handles. Excellent. I'm going to put all the handles and all the websites on on the description. So there you go. Excellent. Thanks for that, man. Right, boys and girls, that's another edition of Shoot Defense. We'll be back very very soon. Until next time, take care.